Welcome everyone to the Ditch the Struggle podcast. I'm your host, Alana Rosso. I'm a graphic designer and career and success coach who knew I could do better, but kept falling short of where I wanted to go. And now after years of exploring personal and career development, business, money mindset, and energy work, I'm here to tell you that yes, you can move from stuck and defeated to empowered and confident. Ready to dive in? Awesome. Together, let's ditch the struggle. Welcome back, everyone, to Ditch the Struggle. I'm Alana, and today we're going to reflect on our past year. And I wanted to do this episode because I just did a big exercise on reflecting on my past year, had a couple aha moments, and I think they're going to be really helpful. And they're so obvious, which is the fun part. And they're kind of easy. And I love easy and I love obvious. And ironically, we don't notice the obvious stuff. And that's where we get tripped up. Sometimes personal development and making changes is easy and simple and we make it complicated. So how this started and came up for me is that I signed up for a 2024 goal setting party. I think I signed up in October and that's not my usual jam to get like so excited about the next year, but I signed up for this um, online goal setting party that was hosted by Francesca Amber. Now she is a character. (laughs) She runs a podcast called the law of attraction changed my life. She's really into manifesting. She's British. She swears like a sailor. And I enjoy her podcast. I just randomly came across it, started following her on Instagram. Um, She may not be for everyone, but she definitely understands manifesting, setting your intentions, setting goals and things like that. And I like her vibe. It's high vibe. It's fun. So I signed up for her party in October, which was a Facebook live, which you could join. And there was a workbook that you had to do. Now, I've done tons of goal-setting exercises. I love them. Um, I've done manifesting things where, you know, you really focus on what you want for the next, you know, month or year or whatever it is. Um, And so I knew a lot of what was going to come up in this party and experience, but I love to kind of just follow along with a group and just get in the zone with other people. Sometimes it's really helpful than just doing things on your own. So I dove into this session and this workbook. And here was a very simple exercise in the book. And what's crazy is I've never really done it this way. I've kind of, you know, set the goals of what I want and like broken it down into like bite-sized chunks. But she had a very simple page on in the workbook. And it says, think back basically to what you did in the year before. So I was looking and thinking back at 2023. And she wrote or asked, what do you want to keep And what do you want to let go? Super simple question. And as I said, I've never really done this. So think about, you know, what was positive and what was maybe negative? What was light and uplifting or what was maybe heavy or weighed you down? And this can cover anything. You can be your job, your work, your career, diet, environment, relationships, people, could be anything. So you can have a page and on one side have what you want to keep and on the other side, what do you want to let go of? So here's some of my observations of just what came up for me. Um, And I thought it was really interesting, um, especially the part about letting go. Um, You know, here's the thing too, we don't often take time to think. And this is the simplicity of it is just sitting your ass down and reflecting. 
So many of us don't take that time. We're going from A to B to Z, right? And this is why I love coaching in particular, because it does force you to um, think about what's working in your life, what's not working. And this is essentially what I was doing um, in this exercise. I'd had a really busy year overall in 2023. I didn't think it was a bad year. I'm not one of those people who's ever going to be posting like, oh, so glad that year's over on to the next. I think every year, no matter how crap or stressful or weird is of value. And I'm not really down with just like, like, you know, just people just get so excited about pushing the year behind them away. And I don't really love that vibe. So anyway, so here's my, some of the things I wanted to keep for 2024. Um, my morning routine, I got into that around 2020. I'm going to do a separate episode on that because there's some interesting things that I think could help others or inspire others. I have a blog post on it too. I'll, I'll put in the notes. Um, my morning kind of exercise movement, like I really loved that I just was really consistent. I wasn't constant, but I was very consistent. And I started every day supporting my physical body. So I, I love that. That also helps my mental health. Loved working from home. I want to keep that. Had great design clients last year. Want to keep them. Podcasting, keeping that. Uh, I've actually committed to 100 episodes. <laughs> so that's like two years if I do one a week. Um, that's happening. And I've just made that commitment. I also had some really conscious time with Dolly every day, who is our dog. Um, there's a book I read years ago called Five Good Minutes. And I think there's a few spinoffs of that in a series where you just consciously spend time just five minutes a day doing something specific. So spending time with your partner, your dog, whatever it is, and really just focusing for five minutes. Really great book. And I consciously spent a lot of those five minute blocks with Dolly throughout the year partly because she did come up with some health issues. So I was just really making sure I was present. Um, And I also love that my calendar did have a lot of open pockets of time. It was ventilated. I talk about this in another episode where I like to have a ventilated calendar. It's not booked from morning till night. So my calendar was working in some ways and in some ways it wasn't. So those are some of the things I really want to keep for 2024. And it's really cool to think about what was working. We spend so much of our time thinking about what's not working or what we have to get rid of or what we have to add to our plate. And we don't think about what's working, going right, what is like a win that we want to keep going with, you know, and and, We just don't spend that time. So I was like, okay, I'm really happy with some of the things I'm doing. Um, And I'm proud of the fact that I have kept to some of these things, especially that like morning exercise and supporting myself that way. So letting go. Okay, so in 2023, I was really on a mission to up-level my personal development game. I was in a real thirst for knowledge vibe. Like I just wanted to consume a lot of content So I made a lot of commitments and I did a lot in 2023. So some of the things I did was I was in a one-year group coaching program, so full year where it was dedicated to finance and um, improving your financial literacy and, and how you're navigating your finances and money and all those things. Really, really interesting. So that was like every Sunday, every other Sunday, like meeting on Zoom, plus like all the exercises and the homework. So that was a full year. I was also in another full year program where it was more on energy healing and energy work and kind of, um, it was a more casual vibe. It was mainly a telegram channel, but I did that. 
I was in, you know, different Zoom seminars, masterclasses. I did all that. And then I also was in participating in a 10-week coaching course that went in the fall. So I had to show up for that and do all the homework and all the Zooms. And here's the bottom line. I did a lot of that stuff. And I was in so many Zooms, so many Facebook lives, all those things. It was exhausting. It was too many. And looking back, I probably did too much. That's my default setting, right? Or that's when I head to the struggle bus is when I start doing too much. Um, But I kind of get why I did it. I was just in that mood to just like go and go and go. And I don't think it was a bad thing, but suddenly around November or beginning of December of 2023, I was like, I got to shut all this down. This is shutting freaking down. I'm shutting this down. And I almost had like a very strong intuitive hit that I had to do this. Um, It was a bit too much of a frantic energy, a little bit too much chaos, like bouncing from this to this to this to that. I'm also doing my own coaching and hopping on calls with all different people all the time. Um, so my calendar had space, but it was chaotic and I have the ability to pivot from one thing to another really quickly. So I have that ability and I think I just leaned into that too much. It was just, it's too wild, too crazy, um, too disconnected and fragmented. I think that's a really good word. It felt really fragmented. Uh, I love everything I learned, but so what's I'm letting go of is doing so much personal development work. I'm actually going to chill the F out in 2024. Now I say that and <laughs> by March I could be signed up in something, but I'm, I'm really going to try and stick to that because what I want to do is um, I actually want to reread some of my favorite books that I have read in the past. The first one I want to reread is The Audacity to Be a Queen by Gina DeVee. Interesting fact, she was the coach of Jen Sincero who wrote You Are a Badass, if you know that book, it's pretty famous. I'm going to reread that book. I'm going to re- go through my course again that I did, my 10-week coaching course that was held by um, J- a coach named Jane Isadora. That was great. I'm going to redo that. I want to go through it. And I'm going to add more space and quiet down a little bit and focus. And that means like letting go of maybe some of my coaching work or changing it up. I was getting on a bit of a struggle bus and it was one of those struggle buses that you don't know you're on. You ever be like at a party and you're like, this is so fun. You're like having the best time and you're just like rocking away. And then the moment hits you, you're like, I need to go home. This is not fun anymore. I I don't want to be here. I need to get home. I need to be with my dog. I need to get in my jammies. I need to get into bed. Like I'm just done. These people are actually not that fun to be around. I'm over it. That's kind of how I felt by the end of 2023. I was like, I'm a little bit over how many Zooms I'm on, um, connecting with so many people because here's what it came down to. I was getting on that struggle bus because of one thing, too much output, too much output. My energy was going out and out and out. So for 2024, I'm going to go insular. I want to think more. I want to reflect more. This is partly why I love doing this exercise, just like a reflection exercise. I want to think things through. I want to not have days that are as chaotic. And now, again, my days weren't like 10 hours long or anything like that. Some of them were just five hours long, if like of work, you know, quote unquote work. But I remember one day, I think I had two private coaching clients, which would be an hour each. Now, I also prep for those calls and take notes after so that it's longer than that. Um, I do outplacement coaching, which are half an hour coaching calls with people transitioning jobs. I think I had four of those that day. I was participating in my group coaching program, and then I was also running my own group coaching program with the Graphic Design Association of Canada, so I think I held that that night, and then I had a networking Zoom. Like, days like that, I can't 
have those happening as much, too much output, right? So as I was doing this exercise, um, I loved that I could take time to reflect on what was working and not so much about what more I have to do or bring onto my plate. And that's the letting go piece. Now you don't have to go all Marie Kondo crazy. Like I need to get rid of everything in my wardrobe or in my life or just ditch everybody around me. It doesn't have to be that extreme. In actual fact, Marie Kondo has steered me wrong many times in my life. I got to do an episode on that because she's an extremist and I got rid of way too much stuff at one point in my life and I'm not doing that again. So, you know, taking that time to reflect on what needs to let go is really important Again, we try and think about what we need to add. What supplement do we need to take? What do what exercise do we need to add? Um, what networking event do we need to go to? Instead of, mm, is this actually working for me? You know, is it something really big? Like, is this job working for you? Or is it just a habit that you're doing that you need to let go of? Like, you can go right down to the minutiae. You know, what time you're waking up in the day. What isn't working for you? And what has to let go? Um, I highly recommend a book called Quit by Annie Duke. If you're someone who has trouble letting things go or quitting, because I would say I'm kind of a commitmentaholic. Quitting's not my natural jam, but I'm now really into it. I am like, uh, I just love the idea of offloading. And for me, ditching the struggle is definitely about offloading. We just live in a society where we're, you know, we're supposed to take more and more and more and more on. And especially if you're a people pleaser, you're going to take more and more on. So what can you let go of? That book quit. Um, I believe she was a professional poker player. Um, is amazing. She has a psychology background as well. And she has specific exercises that you can do to help you make a decision. So if you like tactics and like details on, you know, how to weigh the pros and the cons, highly recommend that book. Uh, I've read it. I probably will read it again this year. It's really helpful when it comes to career coaching as well. There are times when you just need to quit. You need to walk away. You have to know when to hold them and know when to fold them, right? So think about all of those things that you've done in the last year, and you can do this anytime. It doesn't have to be in January. In actual fact, um, I mean, January is a good time to reflect. It's actually not a great time to be um, going to full production mode. Um, We, in the dead of winter, our bodies actually naturally want to kind of hibernate and think, and it's not necessarily a doing time. That's more about spring, summer, and fall. Now, this podcast went into production kind of in the fall. So to me, launching it in January actually felt right because it was like going and going for a while. I don't I don't usually do big things in the winter, but um, in that case, it made sense. But generally, January is a good time to chill out, have a cup of tea and reflect. That's that's a great way to spend some of your time. So identify what's not working. So once you identify what you want to let go of, first of all, that can just immediately just seeing like what could possibly let go and be gone from your life. It's can be so relieving. There can be that feeling of relief. Oh, I love it. So once you identify what's got to go, then you can start thinking about the actual steps to let that thing go or to quit. You can't, you know, if it's a job, you can't necessarily just quit that tomorrow. You've got to come up with a plan. So for example, break it down into tiny steps, right? That's what we always need to do. Well, first step might be updating your resume or your or your LinkedIn or both. And then just starting that process will get you in the headspace of, okay, transition's coming, I'm letting this go. But it doesn't have to be something that big. You can just be letting go of your crappy underwear. <laughs> you might just be like, I'm letting this go. I need to go to the store and like get myself a whole new underwear wardrobe, right? It does not have to be a big thing. 
And now once you have made your list of what you want to keep and what you want to let go of, and you can, you can write that in any verbiage you want. You can say, this is the thing that I want to maintain, and this is the thing I want to ditch, however you want to say it. Then you have to give yourself permission to let go of what is not serving you. The keeping part is usually pretty easy because you might be already in a groove and you recognize it's working. But for some reason, we as humans have a really hard time, especially, well, I did, letting go of things and I felt like I could, didn't have permission to do it. So I'm giving you permission. You don't need it, but give yourself permission. You all have permission to let go of what is not working for you. And the hard part is sometimes letting go of something that is working for others but isn't working for you. Like I will look at people and I'm like, well, they're doing this. I should be doing this, right? It's working for them, but it's, you know, and then you think about it, you're like, this actually isn't working for me. I don't like this. So if someone's telling you to get up at 5 a.m. and it's not working for you, you can ditch that. You don't have to get up at five. I certainly am not getting up at five. Um, some people love it. They, it's like life-changing experience for them. So permission to let go of the things that's not working for you. And you do need to get really honest when you do this list. You might want to do it over a few days. You can certainly do it in one sitting, but it might be something you just want to chip away at because um, there's so many areas of your life that you could possibly be looking at in terms of what to keep and what to let go of. And if you want to take that let go of piece a bit further, you may want to consider having dates that you accomplish that by or let that go by or ditch it by or you know quit it by. Uh, the date thing can be triggering. I actually get really anxious about setting dates for certain things. Now, I always, not always, but I'm pretty good at accomplishing what I want to do in a certain time frame. But me personally, I actually don't love like by October 31st, I've done this, this and this. I would say something like for the fall, that feels better for me, but you do what works for you. If you love setting a date, then that might be helpful once you've gone through your list. So again, Go through what you find is working for you, what you want to keep. Go through what is not working for you. Get honest about it. And then don't forget to check in on these um, lists that you've made, maybe every three, four months, just to see if you're sticking with what's working and if you're actually letting go of what isn't. And if you're not letting go of some of those things, um, maybe go back to thinking about a plan to let them go and going back to the real tiny baby steps of how you can make that happen. Thank you for joining me today on Ditch the Struggle. You showing up here means so, so much to me. To dig deeper into the topics discussed today and to learn about my work, visit alanaroso.com. And don't forget to download your free resources while you're there. And if this episode resonated with you, please share with others who also want to ditch the struggle. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and a review, and let me know what you'd like to see more of on this podcast. And before I go, I want to leave you with my three favorite ways to ditch the struggle. Be your own best advocate, take baby steps for the win, and forget about a linear career path. It's overrated and you are doing just fine. See you next time.